I went back and forth on this, whether I really wanted to do this or not. And I do because I said from the start of this that I wanted to always be very authentic with you. And I believe by me reading you guys these pages in my journal that maybe I can get you to understand why I feel so strongly about this practice that I do. Welcome to Finding My Best Self, the podcast that celebrates the extraordinary in every woman. Each week, your host, Pam Rivette, will share practical how-to advice, empowering you with strategies and insights to navigate life's complexities. We'll welcome inspiring guests, women who have defied the odds, transformed obstacles into opportunities, and are redefining what success truly means. From navigating personal and professional challenges to celebrating triumphs in fitness, self-care, and beyond, we explore it all. Whether you're seeking motivation or a spark of inspiration, this is your sanctuary for empowerment, authentic conversations, and a whole lot of real talk. So lace up your sneakers, grab that cup of coffee, and let's embark on this journey together, exploring the lives of women who are making it happen, sharing both the struggles and the victories. Welcome to Finding My Best Self, where every episode is a step towards becoming the hero of your own story. Hi there, and welcome back. I am so excited about today's episode. When I started taking notes on what topics I wanted to discuss in my solo episodes, this one, hands down, was by far the one that I was most excited about because it's something that I feel so passionately about. So today, I want to discuss with y'all what I do at the end of every year to just do a look back on the year and to gear myself up for the following year. And I'll just take you through the steps of everything that I do and just how powerful I believe that it is and why. But before I do that, I am recording this episode the day after our official launch. So today is the 15th. And I just want to take a moment to express my gratitude for yesterday. I probably cried. Not probably. I did cry like seven times yesterday and again this morning over the outreach, the pouring of love and appreciation and the messages and the comments and the DMs. I was very overwhelmed. Because I knew in my heart that y'all would love the episodes that went live yesterday, but I guess I didn't expect everything that I got. And so I left, ended yesterday with a sense of fulfillment and gratitude. My heart was so full yesterday, knowing how many people already in just one day, in just three episodes, are making an impact. So thank you for tuning in if you listened. And thank you for all of the messages and the comments. They were most definitely heard and seen and received and appreciated. So just thank you, thank you, thank you. And I hope that you continue on this journey with me and all of the wonderful guests that I'll have on. 
So with that being said, let's jump in. So I know I talked a little bit about journaling and how powerful I think it is, but I went back and forth on this, whether I really wanted to do this or not. And I do because I said from the start of this that I wanted to always be very authentic with you. And I believe by me reading you guys these pages in my journal that maybe I can get you to understand why I feel so strongly about this practice that I do. Not just journaling, but specifically this practice that I do at the end of the year to gear up for the following year. So before I read them, let me explain. The first step that I do at the end of every year is that I do a review. Y'all know that saying that it goes something like, don't look in the rearview mirror because that's not where you're going. I could not disagree with that quote more. And what's funny is that I'm pretty sure that I've shared that quote on social media at some point in my life, maybe years ago. But now today, I do not believe that at all. I think that it is such a powerful thing for us to look in that rearview mirror. That look back is so important because it is that constant reminder of exactly that, where we're not going. And so to me, I'm like, why would you not want to look at that? Why would you not want to look back and say, damn, I've come a long way? And to just be proud of yourself. And again, just that reminder of that's not where I'm going. So what I do first is I do a year-end review letter. So just to look back in my journal, I take a page or two and just write how I felt about the year before and in my own mindset, in my own head, what I thought about the year before. And then in the next few pages, I write a letter to myself in first person. And I think I talked about this too. Write a letter to myself in first person and just kind of give myself some encouragement. Again, this is important because I feel a lot of times in life, we try to lean on other people to give us that support and to give us that encouragement and tell us, go do it. You can do it. And that's great. But you have to be able to encourage your own self. I will say this over and over and over again. You are at the forefront of your life. You have to find your own happiness within. No one is going to give it for you, give it to you. And you have to be your own motivator. You have to be your biggest cheerleader. So that's what this letter is. It's for you to tell yourself in first person. Act like that outsider looking in and tell yourself what you need to hear. And then the third and final journal entry or letter that I write to myself is just my final words for the year going into the next year and what I want 
me in my own mind, in my own head, expect to see for myself and what I'm going to do with this year. So I've decided to share mine with you purposefully because I want a, because I'm proud of myself (laughs) because this is the first time that I've done this and I'm looking back and I can honestly say that I did a really good job of doing what I said I was going to do. Maybe there's a couple of things that I could have worked on better and that's okay because we're not perfect. And But as a whole, collectively, I did a really good job. And it's so crazy to read back on this because I was just, I'm just like, you'll understand when you hear. So I'm just going to go, I'm going to jump in and I'm going to read these to you. So the first letter, again, is I said that year end review of what exactly, and for you that anyone who's watching on YouTube, you can see this is my journal from the year and I'm going to finish this one up and start a whole new one for the following year. So I'm going to read you my final thoughts from 2022. It says 2022 felt stressful, overwhelming, chaotic, unsettling, and long. Although there were fun times, I felt 2022 overall was filled with anxiety. So I'm sitting here with a lot of clarity on what I will change, the calmness that I know that I'm ready to reclaim in my life, and the confidence in myself that this year will be the first year that I step into my vision for my life. I've worked so hard. I've learned so much. I've prospered through all the hurdles. I am unstoppable. 2022 was the year that broke me down and then ended in surrender. I will no longer fight with myself or for anyone else. I will become more selfish with my time in all areas of my life. This year, I will finally, for the first time in my life, be completely centered. By this time next year, I'll be looking back on 2023 with a grateful heart, extreme happiness, and pride in how amazing my year was, knowing that all my hard work and dedication was worth it. New chapters, a new grandbaby, new business venture, overflowing income, paying off debts, increasing my savings account, lots of travel, and beautiful happy memories, and a newfound calmness and patience. This year will bring a whole new meaning and feel for life, and I'm here for it all. 2023, let's do this. Love, you're persistent. And I wrote at the bottom that my word for this year was going to be centered. So what's amazing to me is very specifically in this letter, the fact that I said that I was going to step into my vision for my life this year. And I told you about my visions that I had. When I tell you the power of journaling and manifesting is so real, I mean it. So the next letter is the letter to yourself. And I will say that this is the hardest letter to write. That letter in first person, (laughs) being your own cheerleader, is really, really hard to write. The other ones are a lot easier. 
But when you have to tell yourself about yourself, that's a little difficult. So if you cry, if you get mad, or have all those emotions when you're writing these letters, it's okay. And that's normal. And it's hard to do this. And you can do hard things. So I'll read you my letter that I wrote to myself. Say, girl, because that's how I talk to myself. (laughs) Say, girl, what the hell happened to you? This is not who you are or what you've worked so hard to become. You are so much better than where you've let yourself get to mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I'm so proud of you for how far you've come, so don't backtrack. Pick yourself up, look in the mirror, and tell yourself how you're the beautiful, strong, resilient, thoughtful, passionate, patient, loving, hardworking, determined, kick-ass, amazing woman that I know you are. You are more than capable of the dreams and goals you have, so go get them. Quit doubting yourself or being scared to fail. You're far from a failure. And since when were you scared of any challenges? You've overcome and grown leaps and bounds through so many hard things. You can do hard things. Success doesn't come easy. It comes with hard work, dedication, and tenacity. And you have all of those things. Find your stride. Focus on you because if you're happy, it's a lot easier to be happy with everyone around you. Don't let the devil control your thoughts or emotions. Maintain control over yourself. Laugh. It's the best medicine. Loosen up and be silly. Do something outside of your comfort zone. Be patient and laugh at the mistakes because no one is perfect. Give yourself grace when you fall. I love you. I love who you are today because of where you've been. And I'm proud of you because of where you've been. I'm grateful for you for all of the lessons that have gotten you this far and the eye-opening and breaking moments. I am so proud. Go have a kick-ass year that you can be proud of and to say, I did that. You're amazing. You are loved. Love your newfound, focused, and driven 2022 self. So, let me not cry, which I've read this like four or five times this week, so I shouldn't be crying over it again. The fact that I said, in all caps, you can do hard things. You guys will hear me say that over and over and over again because it is my life motto that I've lived by for the last few years and telling myself and all of my friends that over and over again. You can do hard things. But the fact that I ended it with saying that I wanted to have a kick-ass year that you can be proud of and to say, I did that. And that's where I'm at right now. I feel that. I am having that feeling of just what I've done in the last three months, but more so everything that I've overcome this year. I'm looking back on this year saying, I did that. And it feels so good. This episode is brought to you by MBS Fitco. Excitement is in the air at MBS Fitco as we prepare for our upcoming launch. We're introducing a line of premium activewear designed to seamlessly fit into both your workout routines and daily life. Our versatile collection is perfect for your workouts and equally suited for your day-to-day tasks, ensuring you look and feel your best no matter the occasion. It's not just clothing. 
it's a commitment to self-care and embracing your best self. Be the first to experience the fusion of style, comfort, and functionality. Subscribe to our VIP list and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok for insider information and exclusive perks available only on our launch day. Dive into the show notes for all the links you need. MBS Fitco is more than just activewear. It's a lifestyle. Join our community and be part of our exciting journey from day one to celebrate fitness, self-care, and your hero within. Don't just wear it, live it. All right, now let's dive back into this episode. So I will read you my very last letter. And this is the letter that is pretty much just my goals, what my goals were for this year, what I felt and wanted to see myself do and what I was going to make of 2023. So it says my 2023 the year of taking control of my life, finding inner peace and happiness, giving myself grace and moments of weakness, putting myself first while still making time for my family and work. The year of finding balance while stepping into a new era of success, wealth, mental health, prosperity, and true inner happiness. When I will find a flow that works for me, I'll decide not to take things personally and not allow others' actions and emotions affect me. The year of focus and gratitude, growth, and acceptance. The year that I'll not only achieve new heights, but take action towards even higher goals. When I learn to say no when I need to and to say yes more often. My social butterfly will reappear and having conversations will be fun and enjoyable and have meaning again. The year when I'll laugh more than ever because I'll experience a level of happiness I never have before. 2023, we're breaking barriers. So again, in this letter, I can honestly say that I've done all of this. And that feels, again, so good. I've spent a lot of time this year working on myself and other areas of my life. But the fact alone, the one thing that really stands out to me in this one is that it says that my social butterfly will reappear and having conversations will be fun and enjoyable and have me again. And y'all, that's what I'm doing right now. Having conversations with people that I love and care about and it's enjoyable and it's fun. And it has a lot of meaning. So the one thing that I'm going to encourage you to do first for 2024 is to take some time and write those three letters. If you've never journaled before, this is going to feel super uncomfortable. If you've journaled, if you're a journaler, then you know what I'm talking about. And you may already do some of this. Maybe you do all of it. And if you do, that's so great. Then you know, and you can help me to speak to the fact that this is so, so powerful. Because 12 months ago, I did not know that I was going to be where I am today. And 12 months ago, I was not in a good place. So you heard in my letter. So write those letters, do that journaling, review your year, take that look back and take the look forward. Where can you do better? What are you going to do with your 2024? So after I do all of my journaling and my writing and my letters to myself, 
I sit down and make a list of commitments that I'm wanting to make for 2024. And I categorize these commitments because I want to make commitments in every area of my life and not just one. The important thing with these commitments is that when you put them on paper, that you're truly committing. Don't just make things up. Don't write down things that you know that you won't truly commit to, that you're not going to take the time to work on. Because if you're committing, you're committing. Do what you say you're going to do. Don't just write it down. The categories that I put in, that I write in are personal. So the commitments that I'm making to myself for myself. These are commitments that are for you, not for anyone else. What are you going to do for you to take that step towards my best self in 2024? The second one that I have is relationship. And I'm saying relationship. Mine says marriage. So whether you're seeking a relationship, I shouldn't say seeking. I don't like that word. If you are single and may end up in a relationship, and if you do, what are you looking for in that relationship? Whether you're dating someone or engaged or married, whatever the case may be, just your relationship commitments. Where What are you committing to in relationships? Whether it is making them better or making some changes or What do you want in a future relationship? Because manifesting that person that you want to come in your life, like you heard in Jenna's episode, is so important. I also have a category that says home and household. And so that kind of goes into commitments just towards your home life in general. So, and I say it that way, you know, whether, so if you have children, your home life, your household, your children, that's the category that that goes in. So your children and how you want to show up better at home for your children. I put family in a category because if you're from the South, um, like myself, you know that family is really important. So I have a whole category just for family and how I plan to show up and what commitments I want to make to being better with my family for the year. And then the last category is work. Notice that work is last. Because as as important as work is, I believe that yourself and your family and your household and God all come first. So I then make my commitments in my career and the changes that I want to make or the things that I want to do better all for the following year. So I take some time and really think about what I want to commit to. The next thing that I do is a calendar review. And I will tell you that all of these things that I'm that I'm sharing with you, I have picked up from different books or podcasts that I've listened to in different pieces and and learned from all of these people who have inspired me. This one specifically came from Rachel Hollis. I listened to this on a podcast and when I heard it, I was like, that is the greatest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) And I have since then implemented it into my life and it's fantastic. So This calendar review is to look back on your year and to decide what things you said yes to that you should have said no to. 
because I think we spend a lot of time, especially if you're a yes person. And I used to be that person that I said yes to everything and everybody because I always, I couldn't say no. I always wanted to be there and do everything for everyone, even if it meant that I was going to completely drain my cup because I was so overwhelmed or so busy with everything going on in my personal life. And I truly didn't have the time or the energy or the focus or the efforts or anything to put into anything else, I would still say yes. And that's not healthy and it's not okay. It's okay to say no. It's also okay to say no to the things that you know just aren't good for you. So the amount of times that I've said no to drinking or partying or all of that, it's okay to say no. So I went through the year, I go through the year and decide these are the things that I did that I'm not going to do anymore. I'm going to learn how to say no. And then also make that list of what you need to say yes to, because we all say no to a lot of things that we should say yes to. And I know, especially you introverts out there that have a really hard time saying yes because of out of fear or a doubt or just limiting beliefs about yourself, it's okay to put yourself out there. It's okay to say yes. Go to dinner. Go to the movies. Go hang out with your friends. It helps. It feels good. So make that list of what you're going to start saying yes to. I also make a list of things that are going to be on my joy list for the year. What things can you do during the year that bring you joy. And I'm not talking about hanging out with your friends, going party. I'm not talking about spending time with your family. I'm not talking about spending time with your kids. I am talking about what brings you joy for you and only you. These are things like go and get a manicure or pedicure, go and get a blowout, Going to the chiropractor or get a massage, taking care of yourself. These are the things that should be on your joy list. It is so important to make sure that you are taking time for yourself. Because again, and y'all will hear me say it over and over and over again, you come first. You come first. You have to fill your cup first before you can pour into anyone else's. And if you fill your cup and you do the things on your joy list that make you happy, then you are going to show up so much differently and so much better in the world for everyone else. So from this list, I go put these things in my calendar or I check my calendar, I guess I should say. If you guys are not using the Google Calendar or any calendar that allows you to color code events or things that you need to do, get it because it's such a game changer. And I know my husband makes fun of me, and but everybody knows like I live by my calendar. If I did not have my calendar, I wouldn't know what I was doing any day at all. <laughs> so, but what's really cool about the Google Calendar is that you can color code. 
So anytime that I have something going on that has to do with my kids, like school events or whatever, I believe those are in, those are in, uh, don't make me lie to you. I don't even know the color off the top of my head. I have to look at my calendar and then I know. So I have a color for that. If I have something going on with my husband, date nights, vacation, or anything like that, those go in one color. If I have family events, birthday parties, holidays, get-togethers, that's in a color. If I have things going on for work, that's in a color. And then if I have anything that is on my joy list that I have scheduled for myself, that is in a color. That is yellow. I know that color. (laughs) I can tell you that one. I specifically chose yellow because yellow signifies happy. And you, I make sure that I have at least one yellow item. This is why it makes it so great is because when you look at your calendar on your phone for the month and you can see that overview, I am looking for yellow specifically. And if I don't see any yellow, that's a problem. I need to make sure that I schedule in something yellow. Something from my joy list needs to happen in that month at least one time. But if you can try to figure out a way to squeeze in something from your joy list every week, that's what we need to do. That is personally what I am working on this year because although I did put quite a few things on my joy list this year, I didn't quite get it down to once a week and I am working on that for this year. Even if it's the littlest things, y'all, the smallest, littlest things that you can do, they don't even have to cost money but something that you can do for yourself that makes you happy or is going to make you feel good when you're done, even if it's just taking a walk or reading a book, put it down, put it on your calendar and time block it so that way it's there and you're going to do it and commit to that, that if it's on your calendar, you're going to do it. So the next thing that I do is I create a results list not a to-do list. So from here on out, everyone should be saying that. I am making a results list. Don't make a to-do list. Make a results list because it feels so much better to know that you're looking at a list of things that you're going to do that are going to bring results. To-do list just sounds so daunting. So make a results list. In this results list, Obviously, you're looking for things that you want to accomplish in 2024. But what I want you to do very specifically in this results list is jot down exactly how you're going to challenge yourself this year. What are you going to do that you would have never thought that you could do or that you've always wanted to do, but you haven't, or something that scares you? What are you going to do to challenge yourself this year? Because if you never challenge yourself, then you're just going to stay in the continuous hamster wheel that you're in. Challenge yourself in 2024. Do something you've never done. Do something you've always wanted to do or do something that you're scared of. The next thing I want to encourage you to do is to schedule check-ins. This is also something that I just implemented this year and it's made a world of a difference. Maybe that's why. I've done so well in accomplishing all of the things that I wanted to accomplish this year. I am going to work on making my check-ins 
more often. I really want to get them down to where I'm doing a check-in with myself at least once a month. Last year or this year, I did them quarterly. Once a quarter, I sat down and went over my results list and said, okay, where are you? And if you listen to my intro episode, I told you guys that I hit a wall in July and got really depressed again. And I think that that was why, because at the end of June, I sat down and went over my results list and was like, you haven't done crap. So, and then I just kicked it into high gear for the last six months of the year because I was like, you really haven't done anything. Get it, get it together, girl. So do the check-ins. They're important to keep yourself on track because we always jot things down and we're human and we're going to forget or we're going to get sidetracked. So those check-ins are really important. These are all the things that I do every year. And it's just a way to set yourself up right for the beginning of the year and to stay committed to them. I also want to share with you, I know that I've told you again that I do journal and I journal pretty much every day. I'm not going to say that I do it every day because I do not, but for the most part, I do journal every day. But I also want to share with you um, some of the things that I do some of the apps that I use, some of the books that I've read to maybe help you as well. Because one of the things that I've also committed to was doing more reading. And there's also a couple apps that I, I really, really like. And I know I've shared these with my friends too. And they've all, I've shared these with a few people and they've all downloaded them and they all come back to me and they're like, oh my gosh, like this is so great. Where has this been all my whole life? So the two apps that I will encourage you to download. One of them is called I Am. It is a positive affirmation app. These apps not only change on your phone every time you open your phone, if your phone closes and you open it back up, a new affirmation comes up, but it also sends you affirmations. If you haven't, if you have a watch and if not an Apple watch, and if not, they show up on your phone, you get notifications several times a day of affirmations. And you get to customize these in the app and specifically put areas in your life in which you are trying to work on and where you need to hear those affirmations. Y'all, this app is so powerful. And because all day long, and I almost feel like it's reading my mind sometimes because sometimes some of those affirmations pop up and I'm like, okay, I hear you. It's just try it out. I promise you will not be disappointed. The other app is called The Pattern. This is for anyone and everyone who is spiritual or if you believe in the power of the universe, this is the app for you. This app is going to tell you about yourself. Sometimes you just have to download it. Just download it and check it out. If you're a spiritual person, if you believe in the power of the universe, I promise you this app is going to blow your mind. And it, and it updates every single day and tells you. And then you can also sync in your friends and your spouse and your relationship. And it gives you insight on your friendships and your relationship and stuff. It's really cool. I promise you'll like it. And the last thing I'm going to give you is a list of books. These books I have personally read myself at some point in time over the last five years. And they have all helped me. In some way, they've all helped me in very different ways, but in some way they have helped to push me 
to get me to this point in my life, whether it was to help with my mindset, to get me further and to push me to grow or to help me in starting this business and everything that I'm doing now. So if you're looking for books specifically, I've categorized these to help you guys out. If you're looking for books specifically for mindset, to help change your mindset because you need to work on that, I will tell you to read The Miracle Morning, You Are a Badass, Girl, Wash Your Face, Girl, Stop Apologizing, and Atomic Habits. Those are all of the books that they will get you off your butt and make you get up and do something. They will change your mindset and tell you and get you in that mindset of, I'm going to do better and I'm going to be better and I am worthy and I am capable. If you need motivation, those are the books. If you're at a place in your life where you're like, Pam, I got the mindset. I'm just trying to take it another step further. The Big Leap, The Genius Zone, Vivid Visions, and 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. Read them. It is going to open your mind to a whole different world of thinking. They are so powerful and so inspiring. Jot those down. And if you're past all of that in your life and you're like, Pam, I'm at a life where everything's good. My mindset's good. I got all the habits in place. I'm ready to take it to the next level. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Think and Grow Rich, and 12 Months to a Million Dollars. Read them. They will completely change your life around work and money and business, there's, you have to read them. When you're ready for those, read them. And so with all of that being said, the very, very, very last thing that I want to encourage you to do is after you've written those letters, after you've gone through your calendar, you've written your commitments for the year and your results list, you've done all of that, sit down and reread it all Take a look at it and think of one word collectively that is a that signifies our, your entire year, what you want for 2024 and one word. Last year, my word was centered. That was my word for the year. And I did that. I 100% did that. I found my center. That is what has allowed me to start this company and this podcast is I worked really hard this year to get centered. I had a friend of mine who her word for the year, and it wasn't just one word, it was more of a phrase, but it was right on time. And we share these as friends, we share these with each other so that way we can constantly give each other those reminders. And every time something came up for her, and we were having conversation and see, she'd say, you know, this happened. And whether it was something that she felt was really good or even if it was something that just kind of sucked, but she knew it was for good purpose, she would say it right on time. And her entire year this year, everything that happened in her life was right on time. So think of your word or your phrase for the year 
and live by it. Do everything in your power to remind yourself of that word every single day and what word you committed to this year. I really enjoyed sharing this with y'all. I'm very happy that I shared my letters with y'all. I hope they resonate. I hope that you can see the power in them and to see where I was at the beginning of last year and the things that I wrote down and where I'm sitting today. I still, like, I just cannot get over looking back because I did not read those letters again until just this week. I wrote them at the end of December of last year and I'm just reading them again and I'm just floored because I've always believed in the power of journaling. I do believe the pow- in the power of manifesting and the power of prayer and God and the universe. But to be able to look back and see it all come into fruition is really special. And it's really empowering to know that I'm on the right path and I'm doing the right things. And to be able to share it with you. So thank you for joining me for another episode. Next week, I have an interview with another good friend of mine. She is going to get you guys out of your seat and make you want to get up and do something with your life. She's so inspiring. I've already done this interview and I'm just waiting for it to be edited. So just to let you guys know, I I didn't say this. So let me say this again. So the episodes on the show, I'm going to release weekly. They're going to come out every Thursday at 5 a.m. They will be released. For now, we will do weekly. And maybe at some point, I'll increase to two a week. So they're going to alternate. That is my plan for now. Maybe it'll change in the future. But as for now, we'll alternate. So this episode is going to go live next week on Thursday. I'm saying next week, like you guys know what that is. Y'all are listening to me right now live. (laughs) It is going, let me look on my phone. It is going to go live next Thursday, the 21st. So you are listening to me on the 21st today. And then we will have an interview episode that will go live on the 28th. And then they will alternate back and forth that way. So we'll do solo and then interview. Every Thursday, 5 a.m., they will be released. And I guess that's it. I hope you guys took something from this episode. I hope, I really hope and pray that you implement at least some of the things that I talked about today, because I promise you I've been doing them for a few years and every year I change it up a little bit or I add a little bit more because y'all, it is so, so, so powerful. It is so powerful to put everything down on paper. It's not just about thinking about it. It's putting it on paper. It's so powerful. Just trust me. If you enjoyed the episode today and it resonated with you, or if you think that you have a friend that might need to hear it too, please share it. Leave me a review. Every review makes the podcast show up more and more for other people so that I can continue to inspire and motivate other women as well. And lastly, check my show notes for all of the links to my website for MBS Fitco, as well as the links to the VIP list if you have not gotten on that. And I will also put in the show notes for you guys all of the the apps that I discussed and the books as well. And as always, 
You are strong, you are capable, and you are worthy. I love you, and I am endlessly rooting for you. Have a good one. As we wrap up another episode of Finding My Best Self, I want to extend a heartfelt thank you for joining us today. You being here makes the journey much more meaningful. Remember, every step you take, no matter how small, is a leap towards discovering and nurturing your best self. If you found value in today's episode, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. Your subscription helps us reach and inspire more amazing women like you. And if you could take a moment to leave us a review, it would mean the world to us. Your feedback not only supports our growth, but also helps other women find this empowering space. Don't forget to share this episode with a friend, family member, or fellow hero in your life. Every share spreads a little more empowerment and inspiration. And for an extra dose of motivation and community support, don't forget to sign up for the VIP list for MBS Fitco. By joining, you get exclusive access to our premium, versatile activewear and fitness essentials, carefully designed to inspire and accompany you on your self-care and fitness journey. Follow us on our social channels too for daily inspiration and a peek into our latest collections. You'll find all the details and links in the show notes. Joining our VIP list is more than just a subscription. It's your entry into a world where fitness and self-care are celebrated and every step towards wellness is cheered on. So until next time, keep shining, keep striving, and keep celebrating the extraordinary woman you are. Thank you again for tuning in to the Finding My Best Self podcast, where every story is a step towards finding your hero within. We'll catch you next time.